welcome to the Goddess Power Show with Elizabeth Ann Atkins, the podcast for women exploring traditionally taboo topics as a portal to your power to live bigger, better and bolder and manifest your heart's wildest desires. What if you reach some of the highest heights in your career, specifically as a broadcast journalist being an anchor in a major market? And then you go on to become city council president of a major city. And then the scandal strikes, you lose it all, and you even go to prison. You are looking at an amazing man right here, and that's his story. I want you to meet my dear friend, Charles Pugh. Charles Pugh was an anchor at Fox 2 in Detroit. He was city council president, and then got caught up in a scandal and ended up in prison. He did his time, five years, woo, and now he's here. He's living life, he's full of wisdom, and he's got some messages for you. So Charles, how does it feel to essentially be reinventing yourself? I think think it doesn't require a controversy, a scandal, or prison, right? Reinvention is possible for all of us at any time, right? Um, It just takes a willingness to grow and be realistic about whatever situation you're in, whether you are in a loveless marriage or dealing with kids who you control and don't have their own opinions and can't work it out on their own, or whether you're in a business that's not working but you're not, you know, that kind of thing, or whether you do fall flat on your face in front of everybody in an embarrassing way for something that you did, right? Nobody did it to you, you did it yourself, right? Um, But reinvention uh, was the only way this was gonna turn out for me because this is how I was raised. I was raised uh, by a very resilient grandmother and company, right? I had uncles and aunts and and cousins and, um, and what I went through, I got through simply by the grace of God, but me accessing that. We all have God in us, right? Whether, it doesn't matter the religion. I'm not, I'm not talking about religion, right? I'm talking about a power that is greater than all of us, a power that created life and that sustains each of our own lives, right? But we've got to be open to receiving that and we've got to be open to growing. You can't, you'll never change unless you are willing to change, to embrace that change. And so that that's how I got through that, is being willing to grow, right? I love that, Charles. So how did you get over any embarrassment, humiliation, all those negative things? Because your story was very, very public. Very, very public. On the page of every newspaper, on the front page, right? The headline of every newscast, right? And it should have been, right? Because I was a high profile person who messed up really big, right? Um, But through all of that, what you have to realize is that, you know, I've never been a public person. I was a private person with very public jobs. And so I was able to realize, because at first I was madly embarrassed, right? I I was dejected and wanted to end my own life, right? Because 
you know, when you work really hard to build a reputation and then you, you put a lot of stock in what other people think about you, when you realize that other people are disappointed, your house of cards just goes falling down. And so I was investing time and energy in the wrong thing, right? I cared what other people thought instead of focused on building character and making better decisions, right? And doing the right thing, right? And, you know, once you go through that and you realize that other people's opinions really don't matter. Like I, I thought, I, I look back now and think, damn, I was gonna kill myself over that? I would be dead right now because of what other people thought. And, and you know, key people in my life, my friends, my family, my trusted advisors, right? My kitchen cabinet, their opinions matter because they know me fully and completely, right? And they accept me as I am, and they tell me you can do better, you should do better, right? Uh, so the biggest lesson of all, besides learning to make better decisions, right? And surround yourself to give yourself a chance to win, right? Is the fact that you've got to think less about your power comes, well, first of all, your power comes from God, but it's in you, it's planted in you. And so the, the power comes from within, not the outside end, but it's already in you. You just gotta embrace that and focus on that instead of trying to find power in other people's opinion. Oh my God, don't try to find power in other people's opinion. That is so, oh my God. You will never find it there, ever. That is so powerful. It's true. And I mean, it's too bad I had to learn the way I did. But sometimes there's shit you can't learn without going through it the way you went through it, right? Wow, Charles, that's amazing. So for those who don't know your story, how do you summarize it? Uh, I summarize it by the fact that I strayed away from my own uh, internal guidance, right? And just uh, focusing on the wrong thing. Whether that thing is whatever, money, sexual, being a workaholic, um, being overly critical of other people, right? You know, all these things, uh, being arrogant, thinking it's all about you and not the blessings that God gave you, right? But for me, you know, I found myself involved in something that I never should have been in, right? That I should have um, had a deeper spiritual connection with what I knew was right to do, right? Uh, but you learn that once you screw up and like, ah, I shouldn't have done that. Why did you do that, right? And one of the things that I think that came through all of this is the value of therapy. Because we make so many decisions based on trying to seek something that we didn't get in childhood or something we're, we're insecure about or, or things that we're too obsessed with, right? And making all relationships about sex and it, that's 
that's the last thing you should be thinking about with relationships, right? And then become and not realizing that you think too much about that type of thing, right? And that you need to learn how, why, first of all, but secondly, how to concentrate on things that really matter, on your health, on your, the people you love, on your growth, on your maturity, on deepening your spirituality, on understanding who you are and how to fix your good and your bad, right? And self uh, inventory. So we talked about reinvention. You gotta take self inventory to reinvent, right? And you gotta know your uh, your shortcomings, right? And uh, and deal with those head on, right? So does are you able are you able to do that in therapy? I was. That was one of the things that was required of me in you know my sentence, right? Because look, I grew up in a black family that therapy is for crazy people, right? You don't do no damn therapy. Just go over there and let's pray about it. That's, that's you know, well, prayer is important. Prayer has its place. Prayer can center you. Prayer can, you know, put you back in touch with things that, you know, maybe you read in whatever, whatever spiritual book that you were raised on and, and the right principles that you should have been focusing on, right? Prayer can be helpful for that. But therapy can help you look in the mirror that damn reflection that you've been avoiding the whole time oh i'm not gonna look at it oh I'll look at it later no therapy turns the turns it right on you you gotta look at it and you gotta deal with it you gotta say okay what am i gonna do now now that i know this what are my options how can i fix this how can i be better and do better how can i forget about what other people are saying, like other people encouraging you to do the wrong thing, or when you do something wrong, other people like, you know, well, you're the worst, you know, go away forever, you know, I've never done anything wrong, you know, whatever type thing. And just like, ah, okay, forget about that, forget about the noise, uh, focus on the fact that we all have something to offer. That was one of the biggest lessons I learned in, in five years in a penitentiary. And that is that everybody there has a story. Everybody there has redemptive value that God has ordained for every one of us. Doesn't matter whether you're an atheist, whether you're a Muslim, a Christian, a Hindu, whatever it is, right? You, each of us have, has redemptive value and purpose. If you find your purpose, you understand your value in your family and your community and your neighborhood. It doesn't matter what you're what you're going through, what you did, right? It does none of that matters. How are you able to regroup and be better on the other side of that for your community, for your family, for yourself? Uh, make better decisions, but also help others who are who are going through things like that. Yeah. I love your honesty, and I love how when I first saw Charles up about, I don't know, six months ago, I was so happy to see you, and, and he's like, I learned my lesson. Amen. Yeah. I learned my lesson, and I'm ready to live again differently. Differently. Yeah. Differently, and do great things in the world, and share the power that you've gleaned from the pain yeah. in the form of wisdom, wisdom. to help other people. Wisdom. 
wisdom doesn't come easy. Wisdom is hard fought, but you you can't just you got to earn wisdom because you've got to be willing to use that wisdom or it's not wise. It's just information. There's the Goddess Power Show with Elizabeth Ann Atkins is sponsored by Two Sisters Writing and Publishing. Celebrating and showcasing diverse writers with memoirs, business books, novels, erotic fiction and monthly writing contests. Whose winners get published in international anthologies. Read all about it along with best-selling books, short stories and the blog twosisterswriting.com You can even apply to publish your book on the Two Sisters Writing and Publishing Global platform. Writing is power. Activate it with the power of your pen. Thank you sponsors for supporting the Goddess Power Show with Elizabeth Ann Atkins. So, you're using your wisdom to reinvent yourself. So, what are three things that you're doing with yourself that symbolize your reinvention? Is it a new career? Is it new goals? Is it a new mission as a motivational speaker? What are you doing? Well, one of the things I had to do, Elizabeth, was to de-emphasize career. Like, when you put career first, ahead of God, you put making money first or second, ahead of God, right? And personal growth. Uh, that's just a distorted view of who you should be becoming anyway, right? So, uh, I put God first and my spiritual growth first, right? Uh, and that kind of trickles out to everything else in my life. How I make money, who my friends are, who I want in a relationship, who I am, and who I'm becoming, right? Uh, so that's my new focus. Uh, I eat different. I meditate, besides pray, right? I meditate, right? Like during the day, you know, you've gotta focus on centering yourself, right? And centering yourself with what's important, right? And being engaged in things that are important that are defined by do they help you grow or do they help you get to your goals that are principle-centered, God-centered, right? So whatever career I choose, I have, you know, a few things that I'm working on, but none of that matters. Like, I could be whatever. You know, I could work in an office. I could work out whatever. I could work outside. I could be an entrepreneur. I could run somebody else's business, I could be an artist, I could be a whatever, motivational speaker, whatever. But for me, as long as it's principle-centered, God-centered, and about growth, personal growth, and helping others grow, um, that I will only be engaged in things that have to do with, the, with, with those core values for me. Oh my goodness, I love that so much. It's what it really, really matters. Yeah, it's what really, really matters. So Charles, any final words you'd like to share with people, especially those who might have gone through something traumatic, yeah. a crisis, yeah. a crash and burn in their life, yeah. and how they're trying to pick up the pieces and move on? What's your advice to them? My advice is don't be so hard on yourself. Because that's how you take yourself out. 
That's how you downward spiral into places that human beings can't handle on their own, right? And so the first thing you gotta do is realize that you are not alone and this is not your battle. You've gotta give it to whatever spiritual force you believe in, whatever you call it, Allah, Buddha, Jesus, God, Yahweh, whatever it is, or it, even if, even, even this applies to atheists too, or agnostics, people who don't believe in God per se, but believe in a greater force that creates, created us all, nature, right? You put, you allow, but I, I'm, I'm a Christian, and I will, and I know that God has empowered me to do what I can, but God handles the rest, right? God, God got there before I got there, made the way, and allowed me to use whatever talents and gifts and strengths He planted in me. But I stopped trying to solve everything. I stopped trying to be so hard on myself, being overly critical and putting myself down and making myself, you know, wallowing in embarrassment and shame and fear. Like all the, all that stuff is so toxic. You gotta let that go. You gotta let it go, Elizabeth. You can't, you'll never grow wallowing in shame, right? You've gotta say, you know what? God, forgive me and allow me to forgive myself and allow me to connect with those who understand the power of growth and overcoming any obstacle, whether it's going through something medical, right? You know, there are so many people who have survived unthinkable things that who thought that they were on the way out, but God had another plan, right? And so we've got to just, just give it to God. That's what, that would be my advice. Like, yeah. Okay, so to wrap things up, how do you forgive yourself? Forgiving yourself is to realize that, you know, you do the best you can uh, with what you have, right? Um, even if that is making the, the wrong decision, right? Like, you would have made a better decision if you knew better, right? And so, so you can only learn the way you learn, right? It's like in class, and, a, and a, an instructor can teach this person one way, but this other person will understand it totally different, right? It's like a set of twins. They don't learn the same. They don't learn life lessons the same. They don't even learn instructional lessons the same. One may be a different listener. One may be a visual learner. One may be a person who has to work with their hand, right? But life lessons are the same way. Sometimes somebody could tell you what they went through and you learn that and like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm not gonna do that. But there are other things that might be a play that maybe therapy can help, right? That maybe understanding yourself better and putting, knowing your weaknesses, knowing your strengths and putting yourself in a place to be able to manage both your strengths and your weaknesses, right? Having a having and not trying to do it yourself. Have a have a core group of people who love you and will help you forgive yourself and help you make better decisions, right? It's beautifully said, beautifully said. 
Learning to forgive myself was one of the most powerful things I could do because it lightens the load. It's like this weight, it gets lifted off of you. You just release all this heavy stuff you're carrying around. Yeah, yeah, so thank you for sharing that, Charles. I am so proud of you. Thank you. And I wish you only the best. I'm so grateful that you're joining me here on the Goddess Power Show yeah. at Socialite Detroit's holiday party here in Detroit. And you shared some really powerful words that can help a lot of people, so. And I just wanna say I'm proud of you because you work really hard at not only physical growth, right, and strength, but spiritual strength. And, and I mean, look at you. You know what I'm saying? Who, who has the courage to do that? That takes an inner strength to be able to say, this is who I am. I am beautiful and I want to share that with you. You know, but beauty and what you know is internal, starts internally, right? So I'm proud of you, I really am. You know, because when we worked together back in the day, you were this quiet little person over in the corner writing. And now, you know, look at you. <laughs> Thank you, Charles. Good for you. Thank you. The Goddess Power Show is all about living bigger, better, and bolder. And that's what I'm doing to serve as an example. And you're doing the same. So, Charles, I adore you. I'm so grateful. And I wish you the best. Love you, too. Thank you. Thank you. God is God is so good. All the time. God is so good to me, and I'm very grateful for that. Yes, all the time. <laughs> all right, thank you, my friend Charles Pugh. Please visit thegoddesspowershow.com, read the blog, connect to the audio on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and share this video, this interview on YouTube, and watch all our other interviews, because you will be inspired, you will learn, and you will step forward fearlessly and fiercely to live your best life. I'm Elizabeth Ann Atkins, and I wish you the best. <laughs> so is the Goddess Power Show with Elizabeth Ann Atkins inspiring you to live bigger, better, and bolder and manifest your heart's desires? Then please subscribe, rate, review, and share the podcast to help more women experience these life-shifting ideas. You can also watch The Goddess Power Show with Elizabeth Ann Atkins on YouTube. You'll find the link at thegoddesspowershow.com. While you're on the website, read the blog and see how Elizabeth's retreats can help you activate your female superpowers and make magic happen in your life. Enjoy her novels and don't miss her latest book, The Biss Tribe. Activating Your Goddess Power by Elizabeth Ann Atkins. Find it all at thegoddesspowershow.com to rock your realm from a throne of power wearing a crown of confidence to manifest your heart's greatest desires. Remember, goddess, you have the power.